Hi, I'm Jesse. We're in a series called Radical Family, and our devotions are coming from 1 Peter chapter 3. He's addressed wives, he's addressed husbands, and he address, addresses everybody. And yesterday, as we just go through the, uh, these really dense teachings, we saw this in verse 10, this proverb that's, that's taken out and, and, and applied this way about our speech and our, if we're deceitful, if we're evil, uh, if our if our tongue is used for evil, then it's it's going to affect our even the, the degree to which we love our lives. And now in verse eleven, I wanted to zoom in a little bit closer uh, and let him turn away from evil and do what is good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. So there's more to this than just like don't be bad. <laughs> you also have to do good seek peace and pursue it. Jesse, that sounds redundant to both seek it out and to pursue it. It takes intentionality to be a peacemaker. This was one of the, uh, one of the, the proclamations of the Beatitudes, the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter five. Blessed are the peacemakers. This is something, this is something that honors Jesus. This is, this is a Christ-like thing to do, to be one who seeks out peace and pursues it. That you desire to, ha- to be at peace with someone, and you also take steps practically to maintain that peace. You make sacrifices if necessary. You forego your own desires in the name of making peace. You don't just abstain from evil, you also do good. That's intentional, right? He's not being redundant. He's let, let him turn away from evil and do what is good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. All right, this all comes on the heels of verse 10 which I got to go back and read again because I just love it so much. It's beautiful. For the one who wants to love life and to see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do what is good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. All of this comes on the heels of one who, who wants to love life and just see good days. That's a, that's, a, uh, that's a pretty amazing promise. It's a pretty great blessing, especially given the state of things, given the fact that our, our world is reeling from the effects of sin. And sin has had this just cascading effect down to, uh, to the cellular level, man. It's, 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 uh, everything used to be perfect in Eden. And then sin has, uh, has just wreaked utter havoc. But still, even despite that, even despite that, they're still good here. Our hope ultimately is in heaven above. There's nothing like that. But you can also still have good days, good life. All right, but what this, what verse 11 specifically is calling us toward is an intentionality of seeking peace. Do you need to reconcile with someone? You gotta take out the phone and you gotta make a call. You gotta get in the car, you gotta drive, you gotta seek peace and you gotta pursue it. And you gotta walk up, you gotta swallow your pride and you gotta ring the doorbell and you gotta, you gotta make peace. And it's gonna be good. You're gonna love life. You're gonna see good days. I love this application of this proverb in the context of, of Peter's letter to the church. Tomorrow, we're gonna to zoom in on the final portion, uh, God's watching, all right? And we're, we're gonna to answer to him. He observes the way that we speak to each other. He observes the way that you talk to your spouse, the way that you talk to your parents. He's there, he's there, he's watching. All right, I'll see you tomorrow.